Welcome to Confessing the Faith, a theological and devotional walk through the 1689 Baptist Confession of Faith. I am your host, Sam Waldron, pastor of Grace Reformed Baptist Church and president of Covenant Baptist Theological Seminary. Today, we will once more be considering the subject of the authority of Scripture. I've been saying in these talks that the focus of the confession with regard to the authority of Scripture is on the why of scriptural authority. And paragraph four answers that why question by saying, the authority of Holy Scripture for which it ought to be believed dependeth not upon the testimony of any man or church, but wholly upon God, who is truth itself, the author thereof. Therefore, it is to be received because it is the word of God. In paragraph five, the confession proceeds to answer a second and closely related question with regard to the authority of Scripture. Having answered the question why, it takes up the question how in paragraph five. That is to say, how do we come to know, believe, be assured of the authority of Scripture? Listen to what it says. We may be moved and induced by the testimony of the Church of God to a high and reverent esteem of the Holy Scriptures and the heavenliness of the matter, the efficacy of the doctrine and the majesty of the style, the consent of all the parts, the scope of the whole, which is to give all glory to God, the full discovery it makes of the only way of man's salvation and many other incomparable excellencies and entire perfections thereof, are arguments whereby it doth abundantly evidence itself to be the word of God. Yet, notwithstanding, our full persuasion and assurance of the infallible truth and divine authority thereof is from the inward work of the Holy Spirit, bearing witness by and with the word in our hearts. Now, the key assertions of this paragraph come in his final statements. The early assertions are given by way of concession and qualification, but the key assertions are his final ones. Regardless of the testimony of the church, which ought to carry some weight with us, and even regardless of the majestic and divine quality of Scripture, which is self-authenticating and ought to authenticate the scriptures to us, still no one comes to full persuasion and assurance of the divine authority of scripture except through the additional witness of the Holy Spirit. Key word there, additional. The witness of the Holy Spirit is not the witness of the Holy Spirit in scripture itself. Yes, there is a witness of the Holy Spirit in Scripture itself. The Scripture was inspired by the Spirit. And this means that in a certain sense, the Spirit speaks and witnesses every time it is read. But the confession here is not talking about that. It is talking about something in addition to that. The language is clear in this regard. It speaks of the inward work of the Holy Spirit bearing witness, notice, by and with the word in our hearts. The key words are by and with. This is a work of the Spirit in addition to and different from the work of inspiration by which he creates the Scriptures. This work is called by theologians the testimony of the Holy Spirit. The testimony of the Holy Spirit does not supplement the authority of Scripture as the living Word of God, 
as if the authority of Scripture is somehow defective, deficient, or lacking without it. In fact, it is not some defect in the self-authenticating power of Scripture which makes this witness necessary. It is rather, and in one word, sin, which makes it necessary. Uh, No matter how bright the light of Scripture, by their sin, men are blind to and unable to see the brilliant light of Scripture. It is the testimony of the Holy Spirit which supplies this light, takes away the blind eyes. And this taking away of the blind eyes is called here by the confession, the witness of the Spirit. Think of passages like these, Matthew 16, 17. And Jesus said to him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, because flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. Or John 3, 3. Jesus answered and said to him, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. The new birth by the Spirit is necessary to see the things of the kingdom of God. Our familiar passage, great passage, 2 Corinthians 4, 3 to 6. And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing, in whose case the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelieving so they might not see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. For we do not preach ourselves, but Christ Jesus is Lord, and ourselves as your bondservants for Jesus' sake. For God who said, light shall shine out of darkness, is the one who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. How can we believe Scripture? How can we profit from Scripture? To believe Scripture originally and to profit from Scripture continually it is necessary to have the special help or aid of the Spirit. Let us never forget to pray for the help of the Holy Spirit to profit us as we study the Scriptures. We need this ministry of the Spirit as Christians. Let us cry out for the Spirit also for the unconverted as they perhaps read or hear the Scriptures preached and taught. His witness His teaching ministry, his enlightenment is absolutely necessary if they are to be savingly enlightened by the light of the gospel of Christ in the scriptures.